0: What's up teamigos and welcome to Optimized. The show helping you optimize your mind, body and spirit through tea. My name is Vince Lapelusa and I am your host and guide on this tea journey. Specifically, how we are going to optimize our minds, bodies and spirits with tea is by digging into four topics and how tea can influence them. Those four are education, mindfulness practices, movement and community. So tune in to learn how you can optimize your life today. Today, I had the honor of talking with Cody, the oolong drunk. Cody is a tea blogger, talk show host, and soon-to-be-published author. In today's fun and lighthearted conversation, we dove into the politics of tea and analyzed the thoughts and inspirations behind his talk show, Blissfully Tea Drunk With. Tune in to hear how tea saved Cody's life and how it's inspiring him and you every day. Hello, Cody. Welcome to Optimized. Hello. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, so what's the tea? What what give me the tea? What did you grab today to be drinking
1: on this lovely tea podcast? So today I'm drinking Honey Alpine Black by Spirit Tea. They're located in Chicago, but this tea is fine from Taiwan. So yeah. Okay. It's really why? good. Yeah, why why'd you grab that? Um Spirit Tea sponsored a watch party for the finale of my talk show back in December like Mm -hmm. the season four finale and they've been really good to me and i feel like i'm not as good back to them so just any chance i can promote them because they do have amazing tea like i will try and like slide that in there because i don't promote them otherwise (laughs) and they have amazing tea and i don't owe it to them but i feel like bad if i don't because i'm like
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. There's so many good tea companies out there, and from Chicago. That's that's nice. Um, yeah, I actually don't know them off the top of my head. So that's uh that's cool. And shame on me because I'm from Chicago.
1: So yeah, um, it's ran by Taylor Cohen and a few other people, and uh, they're all great people. Outside of being fans of me, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I I just like them for other reasons besides that. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. That is good to to like them more than just liking them back for liking you, whatever. So you have a talk show. Let's hear about that. So the the talk show and we'll just give a little background and Blissly Tea Drunk, right? Four with. seasons with
1: Cody. With the Oolong Drunk or with Cody?
0: Blissly Tea
1: drunk. drunk with dot 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 and it's like whoever the guest is is who for oh. getting Tea Drunk with you know, I promise I watched it. <laughs> I promise I watched it. I... <laughs> you called it a talk show. Like everyone I talk to who's seen it, they're like, "Oh, I like your podcast." And I'm like, "There's a visual aspect to it." <laughs> it's a it's a
0: talk show. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's it is a talk show. It's not a podcast because we're on a podcast right now, and no one gets to see our lovely faces. On yours, they do. They get to see the lovely faces. They get to see the tea that you're drinking. They get you get a little tours of some of the locations of these these teas and these warehouses and, and the founders of these tea places. and But I'm curious, what, like, inspired... Because, first off, that, that Season 4 finale, holy heart feels. Holy heart feels. Um, I'll just leave it at that unless you want to dig in deeper. But, yeah, what inspired, like, the whole journey in the first place?
1: Um, I guess I have several answers to this. Because... I started doing Instagram lives like back when live became a feature on Instagram. And I remember it was just like a one person thing, but then at some point Instagram added the feature to where you have multiple people on a live.
0: Mm.
1: And I just tested it out one day. Cause uh, I thought this would be fun. Why not just do lives with other people? And then you could add up to like three other people. And that was kind of like the spark of me just playing around with Instagram and wanting to talk and have tea with other people in a sitting. But what really sparked it was uh, the the Biden-Trump election, because I remember I was living in Missouri at this time, and I remember there's a lot of anxiety around this election and around politics here in general. It's not simple so um i remember because that's around when black lives matters had like people were like posting the black square on their feed and then some people were posting white squares on their feed in protest of the black squares and a lot of people were arguing just in like the t blog world and on instagram and facebook and um that wasn't the t community that i knew <laughs> i was like why yeah. is everyone like upset like it's just they're anxious or afraid that world war three will break out so um i gathered six friends and we did uh i did a live with each friend for i want to say three hours and we went back to back because i wanted to do like an election night tea with friends mm. to help distract from the anxiety of election night so come and drink tea and hang out and yeah forget what's going on out there let's just take a break and be in this moment and I don't remember how many people were watching then, but that kind of sparked, like, oh, what if I actually had a talk show because the world's falling apart? The world is crap. (laughs) Like, what if I brought entertainment and a way to drink tea with other people and make it fun and be inclusive? And we can all have that distraction. And then I tested out a live feature with a couple of tea friends, and that was, like, the first episode of Blissfully Tea Drunk With. And then I just kind of took it and ran with it, and it's been a thing ever since. Yeah.
0: No, I I love it, and... I guess if uh, if anyone has been following or is a recent follower of you, and they want to see you rocking a dope beard, check it out because <laughs> you. I did. I actually have never seen you with with that beard before, and just that caught me off guard. I'm gonna be honest. I was like, whoa, yeah, heck yeah, because I'm a bearded fella. I mean, you know, from one bearded okay. fella to another,
1: but your beard looks great. Like it looks great <laughs> on you, but um. I had a friend kind of joke with me in Missouri at one point, and they were like, oh, like, your beard, it's it's kind of scraggly. The longer it gets, kind of like Amish. And I was like, all right, how Amish are we talking? Like, from Arkansas to Pennsylvania, how Amish? And she said, Ohio Amish. <laughs> that motherfucker was gone in, like, the next five minutes. <laughs> uh-huh. I haven't had a beard ever since. <laughs>
0: oh that's awesome i mean you can also see it anyone listening they can also see it on the oolongdrunk.com um in the about section um i know that's what you're, you're you're rocking in that photo so i don't know if that's gonna change here soon maybe by the time you actually this podcast is uploaded it might have changed but no it's hey man i'm all about it facial hair you rocked it you uh i say bring it back but in regards to the the um, talk show, the blissfully tea, tea drunk with, I think that that's that's a cool origin story. I mean, you know, it's. I agree with you. I think that the, it is silly to see, tea get intertwined with, this political sphere uh, and just like with like the kind of, BS of of life. Um, when when you think about tea, it's just like a time to just. Sit down, talk with people, learn from people, get to vibe and just and just have a good time. And I mean, maybe have deep conversations, but I I don't know. I think like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Any thoughts on that? Because it's just like, a, yeah,
1: well, that was a really bizarre time because I don't think it was just like the world of tea. It was like every blog is like every hobby sphere and the universe had some sort of related drama with that election and not just in america but like everywhere (laughs) um so like i i like talking politics i it's not my first topic of choice because i grew up learning you don't talk about politics or religion at the dinner table unless you believe in what i believe in so (laughs) (laughs) Um, so like i I love talking politics i don't like arguing politics and i'm not going to argue someone on why they feel a certain way there's some people that I can. I've had tea with, and we talk politics, and we will talk for hours. Like my uncle Joe, uh, we're very opposite ends of the spectrum, but we'll talk and be like, "Oh yeah, that's why you think that way," or "Oh, like that makes sense why you would say that." And like, I feel like we're getting somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. we we might slowly change our minds. I don't know. Hopefully, but like the idea is it's more about listening to people instead of just, like projecting on people. And I think we've now gotten to a point in society where we're so used to projecting on other people that we refuse to listen. Mm. So like, I don't care what you believe in. I don't care what you support. I mean, to a point, but you know, like, I'm not going to fight you. I'm going to ask questions. That's like, why do you think that way? And that's how you get into deeper discussion. If you're just to argue and say, no, you're wrong. Like that, that goes nowhere. <laughs> yeah. No,
0: that's that's exactly true, and it's like I don't know if I if I explicitly said this leading into this, but like it's like that to me is is a part of like the tea culture of being able to sit down and just have a a normal civilized conversation to be able to like yeah, because I don't mind talking politics. Like, granted, I'm I am the worst person when it comes to it because I. It stresses me out to a point, because I'm I i I'm, I'm kind of uneducated when it comes to politics, which is... I, it was one of the few classes I failed in high school was APGov. And I was like, that seems wrong, because I live in this country. <laughs> it feels wrong, but give me a math test, I'll crush that. <laughs> give me a science test, yeah, I'll crush that. Um, so, like, government and just, like, politics, that stuff is, it's, like, an elusive thing to me, and it's, it's not the best because I know of how important and impactful it is on people. And I really haven't dedicated time. So I'm, I'll be the first to admit that. But I like talking about it because I like hearing about it. But yeah, if it starts getting like heated or like, yeah, the the pounding down of people, it's like, that's when I'll shut off. I'll, I'll just be like, not worth my time. Not worth my peace. <laughs> I'm going to see agree, myself Because life's
1: too short. Like, right? yeah. we all have different backgrounds. We all have different belief systems for very some may have no reason at all, or some may believe the way they believe for very specific reasons. And it's just wild to me. Like if someone's that specific in what they believe in, instead of just like being angry that they believe in that, just ask them like, why? And I feel like, okay, not to remove politics and insert tea into this discussion. It's um, people have different like viewpoints in tea and have different tastes and stuff that they like. And tea, when I started blogging, I came into it like from a very vitriolic viewpoint where it's like, if you don't brew it this way, you're wrong. If you drink it this way, you're wrong. Or if you drink this from this region, from this terroir and like from this mountain and you brew it up like this specific way, you're wrong. And like, that was my introduction to tea. And it's so jarring because it's like, calm down. Like it doesn't have to, it's, it's tea. I mean, I know it's serious to us, but like, is it really that serious like
0: no <laughs> like no it's not it's not serious and a lot of the videos I see well even myself I post I post shit posts about like tea bags specifically. I, I come at tea bags quite hard sometimes and it's for me it's I, I know what does well on algorithms. So that's why I do it too, is because I'm like, eh, people like the, the dichotomies and, and, the, and the divisions and stuff. But in, in my heart, I'm like, I drank tea bags for 10 plus years and I loved them. Like, I was like, I absolutely love it. And it's what introduced me to this point now where I do not like tea bags because they're really genuinely not good for the most part. But it's like uh yeah like do i actually hate you like, no they have a very special place in my heart they were the they were the origin story for me so it's like i talk shit about them but eh, eh, let it go it's not that serious if you're, i yeah. do
1: have a few boxes of like bad tea bags that i will randomly break out because it's nostalgia and it's like oh <laughs> this is where i started it, it's like it's that warm fuzzy cancer tasting plastic <laughs> feeling on the inside like it's just there's nothing that beats it <laughs>
0: Yeah, the the quote-unquote health benefits you're getting from all the plastic and, and like, the melting glue that's probably,
1: like, on the the little tags. I saw a thing. It was like baby boomers had to worry about lead and everything, and now we have to worry about plastic and everything. It's (laughs) But as far as the talk show goes, my idea with starting it, too, was how do I get three people on a panel who are very different in the world of tea? And we all have a discussion together, and... I was kind of ready because I want to add an entertainment aspect to it like Graham Norton and he was original inspiration. Mm -hmm. But where I think Graham Norton kind of fails is that he gets a lot of like-minded people on each episode and that's fine. But I also like how other talk shows, they will include people from different spectrums and they're like, Oh, in any other landscape or any other universe, you would never have a conversation with these people together. And, I like it when people do that. So one of my talks should to be a combination of like whoever wants to join. Here's someone who represents this side of T. Here's someone in this box on the panel who represents that side of T and let's get them together. Yeah. And so when you think about like
0: the quote unquote "sides of tea, or what people like represent, like what does that look like from your
1: perspective? Oh, so you have, like, the Reddit tea people, which are very vitriolic, like, gung-fu or nothing, and you're gonna die in a fiery pit of hell if you don't gung-fu your tea. And then you have, like, everyday tea people who just, like, buy tea bags from the grocery store. Or then you have, like, the crazy, crazy people in the Facebook groups, where they know, like, the specific village and its GPS coordinates as to where their tea came from. And if you don't know that about your tea, then, like, you're, just leave the group, you're wrong. And I think... They're nuts. Um, then you have, like, people who like high tea and high tea society with, like, your old gray with the cream and sugar, which is fun. And then you have, like, people who just like a little bit of everything or people who don't gung-fu. They primarily use, like, that steeper, that drop steeper that Tiavana had, you know. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, like, we're all right for what we like because we like it, you know. But... Um, so I, I, I like introducing different people from different spectrums or on this from the spectrum, like together and saying like, hey, they love green tea and they only drink Japanese greens. And this person hates green tea. Let's put them all together.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, it's just like everything. It's like you said, there's there's these little groups. And I don't know. I'm I'm of the type I used to when I first learned about tea, like true tea, quote unquote, the camellia sinensis plant. Like I was like, oh, I should stop calling like lavender or chamomile tea. And so I I tried like I tried that for a while and I'm like, it's so hard. Now I'm just building like a a hole for myself. Like when I'm talking to the because the people that I talk to for like the teas that I provide for a lot of the spaces, they're they're not true tea. Like their tea experience is like the tea bags. And like that's they just know green tea is green tea, black tea is black tea. That's all. So it's like, now all of a sudden I'm introducing like a word like tassan. Like, what? What did you just say? Like, what, what is that? And then I'm trying to explain, like, well, there's this plant that all tea comes from. They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Black tea and green tea aren't, aren't the same thing. Like, what do you mean? They taste different. Like, whew, okay. <laughs> so, and then, yeah. So I've, I've given up. Personally, I'm like, you know what? Tea is tea. If you're infusing it in water, it's tea. Now, a question for you. When does tea becomes soup.
1: <laughs> I want to touch base on what you said like I <laughs> I think it depends who I'm talking to cuz I'm not going to go to like a tea shop like that focuses on gung fu mm-hmm. and go like oh like I'm I'm going to call it like by its specific name. So if I go to a tea shop that has a lot of like herbal blends and tisanes and other stuff like I will say it's like oh it's an herbal tea because I don't think not like I'm going to wrongly assume, but I just would guess that their level of tea knowledge is is just different so i don't want to ever come off like a snob and be like oh like that's a tisane." saying like oh you're like you have no idea what you're talking about you know like mm-hmm. i don't want to come off like that you know yeah so i do try to match the person who i'm talking to the best that i can right yeah and that's probably the best way
0: it's a again, kind of relating it to to life in general, if the more educated you are in the area, the more people you can talk to. Um, You can talk to the true tea purists. You can talk to um, the people who are just beginning their tea journey and only know the tea bags or like a they just drink a chamomile tea when they're sick or something like that. And yeah, that comes with that education and just learning more. So why going back to, like, the talk show, why Blissfully Drunk with? Like, what? where did the, the name actually come from? And also, or Blissfully Tea Drunk. Sorry, not Blissfully Drunk. A <laughs> um, Little bit of difference there. I guess I have two questions there. Why the name? But maybe even before that, what is Tea Drunk? Like, this is something that's been coming up a little bit more frequently in my life. I've been talking about it with some people. I'm curious because that seems to be a theme within your your sphere
1: yeah um my blog name was the oolong drunk because when i first got into blogging i know you didn't ask about my blog name but it kind of plays same in, thing, in the yeah. same thing um it was a uh, just me being silly because i'm like oh i got tea drunk on oolong and oolong was like the tea that got me into tea so uh I've always had this thing on my blog, like my signature would be like signed the Oolong drunk, blissfully tea drunk. And that was just something I did for fun. Mm. But then as I got more serious into tea, I was like, oh, this isn't professional, (laughs) but I just still kept it and went with it. As far as the talk show goes, I just went with that like signature slogan or whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to be blissfully tea drunk, but with other people if I'm going to call a talk show. So it's blissfully tea drunk with, and then whoever's on.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so that tea drunk experience, though, can you explain it? Like someone who's never, who's maybe they've been
1: drunk before, but what what, what is tea drunk? Tea drunk or a tea high? I've heard people call it a tea high. It's where the ethnic properties in a tea, which goes back to the tree that it came from. Um, well, you, your body will react to it in a way that you do feel lightheaded and you do feel like sedated in some sense or form. And it does feel like an adjacent form of being drunk or high, but not like really drunk or high, you know, but, um, it, maybe it's just the way that the acids and the tea and the caffeine hit you and like, you feel lightheaded and you're like, Whoa, like that just, I've, I feel it. And that could just be a version of tea drunk. I think it depends on, like the beholder of who's drinking that tea to define it on what it feels like to them. But it's like when you feel the tea and you feel like slightly adjacent and that's like tea drunk. Okay. And what would you say determines like getting tea drunk? Oh, great question. I think it depends on someone's sensitivity to the tea they're drinking because uh, I've drunk in Shung Puar, which can be a punchy tea. I've, drink- I've had drank or drunk i've had some (laughs) whatever grammar says is right (laughs) i've had you know that of shang puar on like an empty stomach and i'm just like lying on the couch like oh my god the room is spinning i'm spinning like i feel it and then there are other times where like maybe i haven't had caffeine for a few days and i drink tea and i could just feel like my whole body like feel like caffeinated and relaxed at the same time and it's like whoa i can feel that and yeah Yeah. So
0: is it, do you think it's caffeine related or is it more than that?
1: There's, I'm probably going to get the names wrong because it's, I'm not awake, but I know it's like cathogens in tea or L-theanine in tea that does help your body relax, which kind of combats the caffeine itself. And in my experience or from what I've read, which could be wrong, but it's when a tea has more of that than caffeine that can take over your body to make it feel more meditative and relaxing. And when that's strong enough, that's when you feel like more of that meditative high. Yeah, yeah, that's something.
0: Um, yeah, the, you you did get the, the the names right the theanine and the and the catechins and everything. Um, I I think from from like my experience because tea drunk for me is like an elusive thing that I it really I don't think depends upon the tea that I've had. Um, now I will say there is. There's like a Shang Puar. I do think that one, that one, I don't drink it often. So I think that one does, does do the trick for me quite a bit, but I don't know. I think there's, there's like an, there's energies to not only just like every single tea, but there's energies to the experience, the tea experience that you have. And that to me is more indicative of, am I getting... Tea drunk or not do you
1: does that relate yeah um sometimes if like who i'm drinking tea with in the moment's magical you can get lost in that moment but have you had that kind of experience sometimes it's not like an everyday thing but yeah
0: who's someone that you feel is magical that you've gotten lost in experience with
1: um for well, like my silly answers. Like, anytime I listen to Lana Del Rey with tea, I'm like, <laughs> oh, like I'm high. Like, this is like a euphoria feeling. And I'm like crying and aesthetically sad, like Instagram filter sad because it's Lana because she's Instagram filter sad. <laughs> I'm like, I'm drinking my tea and I'm like, I'm pretty and I'm a damn in distress, but I'm hot for it. Let's be sad together. And then, like,. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, like my serious answer is there was a one of my best friends, his name is Luke, and he's a tea person, and we met through tea and um having tea with his wife on their wedding day, I was just so lost in that moment and it felt like pure magic. And that's like what do they call them? Like landmark memories for people. Yeah. Like that's just one of them for me.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's that's a beautiful experience. That's that's really cool. That- yeah having the ability to share tea with loved ones I don't know it's unlike anything anything like that were you like did you serve the tea too to them
1: I did and um it was a magical experience They got married in Monterey or like the Carmel monterey area and we could see the entire bay from the venue but on the day of the wedding the clouds rolled in over the venue so we couldn't see anything Mm -hmm. but then someone made a point like oh this isn't just fog this is a cloud rolling in so we were uh, i was serving tea at their reception as they got married like in a cloud on the side of this hill and it was just magical
0: oh that's so cool that's that is that's a beautiful beautiful experience and was and was that something that you got to
1: share just the three of you um, I had like my own little station, so I started serving yeah. tea to oh, whoever came up, but when they came up, I was like, oh, like, like I know them, but I was like, oh, you, like you're the people from the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> like you're the people from the altar over there. <laughs> hey, you're the, you're the main characters of today. <laughs> right. Um, but that's why it was really important. like for some of these like landmark, like emotions and memories for me, for my journey that I included it in the finale of the season four of the yeah. talk show. Yeah, yeah.
0: That that I was like that. Like I said at the beginning, the the ending of that was of that season four finale. Just the ending of that actual episode was very beautiful. I mean, do can you can you share a little bit about that if you if you
1: would like? Yeah. Um, I I remember I wanted to include something comedic. So like throughout the entire season, I put up my PO box and had a fan mail segment in each episode, but each of the fan mail was, like, a joke mail, so none of it was, Mm. like, real. Mm -hmm. And um, I wanted to have, like, something zany, and I wanted to have, like, some sort of meltdown that launched me into running away. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember thinking, I'm not far from Big Sur at this wedding, so I asked them, like, hey, can we go to Big Sur? I just want to see the bridge, but reality... In reality I had like my own hidden agenda it's like let me let's film me running to the edge of this cliff because I need to run away as far as I can at, mm-hmm. to add to this joke but uh, as I was editing that I'm like I don't want to end just on a joke I am emotional and uh, <laughs> I don't open up a lot about my emotions because emotions are hard and mm-hmm. internet scary because you don't know everyone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so being vulnerable to your audience is just like weird to me um, But I wanted to do like a montage, like an ode, like a love letter to the people on T who helped lift me up and people that I call Chosen Family. And I wanted to do that in a way that was heartfelt and touching in the right ways and explain my journey. And at the end, I created this segment, but I know I needed a piece of music to go over it. And um, I called Luke. I'm like, hey, Luke. Uh, you're great at piano and I love your music anyways, but I think it would be perfect of a love letter to my best friends in tea. And you're one of my best friends, so it's about you. Like it just I feel like it'd be full circle if you created something to put at the end. And he's like, well, I need something to go off of. Can I see it? <laughs> I was like, dang it, Like I want this to be a surprise. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'll show you, but no one else. Mm. So I sent that to him and he created a piece that I got to layer over it. And um, I know when I first heard this piece, like, without that segment from the show, I, like, when it ended, I just, like, was bawling. I wasn't, like, ugly crying. And I called him. I'm like, oh, my God, look, it's so beautiful. Like, you just captured me as a person in the score. (laughs) And when I layered it over the ending of the episode, I think that's when it hit even more. I was like, oh, my God, this is not, (laughs) like, not that I want to, like, be so up and obnoxious like i have something special here but i was i felt more comfortable i was like okay i can be vulnerable and this feels safe like i'm confident this is like i can be vulnerable and i'll be okay so i added that <laughs> to yeah. the end
0: yeah i mean it, it is your your talk show it is your platform and the people there uh, they're they're supporting you. I mean, I, I feel like the 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 community that that you're growing and and everything and the the, the followers, that's they, they get to see that side and and yeah, not everybody does get to see the 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 truth behind all the the content creators on on the whether it's in the T world or even just in general content creators, and I do think there's just so much power and beauty for one yourself, but two to for other people because. There's a lot of people going through similar situations that feel alone, that feel, yeah, that feel like they're they're the only ones who are experiencing this one feeling in the entire world because a lot of times feelings like doubt and fear and all those negative feelings or those just feelings, they make you feel that way. They make you feel self-conscious and, and that, yeah, you're the only one. When in reality, it's like, hey... It's a lot of us out there, and you just and maybe tea is not your community, but within your community, within your like in the tea world for you, you found it. You got to find the the reprieve. You got to find the the beauty to yeah to to create your family, like you said.
1: I think it's when I stopped looking because I did have a moment in my blog like journey where I was trying to find that moment and I could never find it, but that was because I already had that moment. And I just was too busy looking. That I couldn't see what I already had. <laughs> so uh, thank you for everything you said, but I just really want to make sure that I got to stop and reflect and make the people who make me feel special. I want to like send that love back to them Dang. and not just be like a one way thing. Yeah.
0: And I, knowing you only for the, less than a month now a few weeks i was like you you definitely give people that that feeling of being seen and and recognized and that's and that's cool that's unfortunately not the case with a lot of people in the world so i appreciate that i'll tell you that and i think i could speak for others um who will undoubtedly listen to this because we got billions of listeners on this podcast <laughs> heck yeah um no, but that that's super cool i guess in in other ways too like this this show i I do like to to talk about how how tea optimizes like our mind, body, and spirit, and this is a perfect example of ways that that it has, but I guess in other ways, like how how else have you found tea just to be this this optimization for your life?
1: It's been a constant there's a lot of there's a lot of chaoticness in my life. Like, I feel, I feel like since I came out of the closet, everything's been, like, skewed since then in my life journey. But it kind of feels like regardless of what's happened in my life journey, that's always been there. And it's just great to know that that's there. And I, I'm not, like, stuttering or mumbling. But it's, like, you know, like, it's, it's good to have that constant. And that's been a constant. And people do come and go in the world of tea and blogging. But... um, I just know I have like this like safe area to come back to and don't have to worry about it being yanked from under me. So that's given me a, a peace of mind in itself that like something disastrous could happen again tomorrow and it won't matter because I can always come back to this spot in this moment. Mm,
0: I love that. I like that. And how do you foresee the, the future for yourself within the T world? But I guess with, if you want to talk specifically about the Oolong drunk or blissfully tea drunk with, um, how do you see like that, that
1: progressing in these next coming days, months, years, whatever. I'm already underway with production for season five. This is going to be the last season for a bit. I'm not like really leaving it, but, um, I might pull a Larry David with Kirby Enthusiasm. I'm going to take like a break from it with no explanation, and come back like five years later. Like <laughs> We didn't go anywhere. We've always been here. <laughs> um, but this most recent season, I did film shots all over Vegas, and I'm working with a lot of different companies in different directions and have more moving parts for this season than before. So uh, I'm turning up the absurdity to like level 100. Nice. Um, but the idea was there's other projects i want to take on that i've set on the back burner because of the talk show and everything so i wanted to take a break on the talk show to be able to work on other projects and they're not necessarily tea related but (laughs) i was gonna ask i was gonna ask if they were if they were tea related
0: um what any, any bit tea related are any of those projects tea related or not
1: well, I would like to dive more into like social media and just go back more to my website and review stuff more and not like step away from being like a talk show host or influencer or whatever, but, um, just kind of like double down on what I have, go back to reviewing and just talking about stuff, but without having that extra like pressure of a deadline and, and finding a sponsor and making sure we can all record at the same time. Cause although it's the basis of the show is to have fun with other people. Organizing it's very stressful. So <laughs> um, in my personal life, I love writing. It's like my favorite hobby. It's mm. one of the reasons why I wake up in the morning. That's one of the things that drives me is to want to create a story and to create something compelling. Um, over COVID, I wrote a book. It took about nine months to write. And that was what I call like my diary, my trauma dump, like. At that point, I was like, "I'm mad, and I'm going to get it out, and they're all going to know about it. This is my burn book. This is my missive to all missives." (laughs) So I got that out, and that's not going to go anywhere. But (laughs) now I've gotten all of that out. I've been in the process of writing a book since November, Mm -hmm. and it's like my fun story where I'm creating a world with people that I knew in my personal life and telling this grand story about love and life and letting go. And I want to finish that and work on getting that published. So that's my next step for me personally. Yeah. I cannot really fathom writing
0: a full book. So kudos to you. That sounds, but I mean, Hey, if you, if that's sounds like a passion, that's what gets you up, gets you moving. And I'm a proponent of just following what you love. Cause there's only good stuff that's going to come from that. It's it's the truth. It's the way, the truth, the life, <laughs> and and all that stuff. Ah, uh, that's beautiful, man. And you said so. You started that November. Um,
1: do you you don't have like a timeline, or did did you? Well, I told myself my timeline would be September of my birthday to have it finish and like a round or two of editing done to be able to show friends to get feedback before I start finding an agent and a publisher. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, it was maybe two nights ago I reached my halfway point and I got there a lot quicker than I thought I would. So I, at this moment I'm halfway done. Nice. So I'm eager. I need to get it finished. I want to see it finished. I want to tell this story. Hopefully it's compelling, but, um, like I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's halfway there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. That's,
0: that's amazing. Congratulations on the halfway point and just all you got to do is repeat whatever you just did and then you're done. You have a book. Well, maybe then in September, we will have to reconnect once the book is published and everything. I think we're going to have to reconnect. And and after I get a copy, I'll buy a copy and then read through it, see what it's, see what it's all about. We'll have to dissect it and, and spread it.
1: I um, no Publishing could take years. I was doing research on it. and It takes like several, several years. So, okay. Well, maybe I'll we tell take- you a copy before that.
0: <laughs> well, maybe we have, yeah, maybe we, uh, we talk, hopefully it's not not going to be several years from now. That's next time we talk, but, um, I would hope it's sooner, but, I yeah Cody it's it's really it, I really appreciate connecting with you at the at the tea bar in in the World Tea Expo um, I know this conversation was a little little all over the place but I <laughs> but that's how I like to keep things you know it's just
1: off the cuff <laughs> and I uh, called Jesus Catholic and i remember walking away going like he's going to delete that video and <laughs> actually I, <laughs> like, I hope he does uh, I,
0: I got it i got <laughs> i called Jesus Catholic <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't.
0: Uh, I, I, sh- I think I'll post that tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow for the lovely Easter holiday. <laughs> oh yeah, this is being recorded. By the time this is uploaded, it'll be past Easter. But <laughs> it'll. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll maybe we'll share that one tomorrow on on Easter Sunday. <laughs> so tomorrow's when I'm getting canceled.
1: Got it. <laughs> I'll prepare for it. I'll get the alcohol ready
0: for the drink. <laughs> Yeah, blissfully tea drunk just turned to blissfully drunk with dot dot or just drunk. I won't just, be blissful. Just drunk no blissful. Just be drunk. drunk with
1: intention. Drunk with scorn
0: for Vince.
1: Um but we'll kidding. talk before all that because uh you're joining my talk show, right? For the if fifth I'm season. I'm invited, uh hell yeah. I'm in Oh, yeah. Well in that case you're invited. Like let's
0: go let's go i'm i'm there for it so cool well where can people listen to
1: the talk show and find all your all your work so the first three seasons are on instagram live so there's a section on my instagram profile where like i saved and bookmarked like is it called like a section or a page you can bookmark like a collection of posts i forgot what it's called. i don't I actually don't know <laughs> But it's on Instagram, but my talk show, the fourth season is on YouTube under The Oolong Drunk, and it's able to upload some episodes of the third season on there. Nice. So there's some of it, some of it's there. Some of it's on YouTube. Yeah, I was like, I watched uh, the last, the last season on
0: YouTube. I've um, will to check out those first couple seasons on, on Instagram, but
1: sweet. And then your in your blog. Oh, Um I want to say if anyone needs to message me for anything, I don't. Read my blog email like I should. Instagram is the easiest way to reach out to me. Awesome. And that is also the
0: Oolong drunk. And I'll copy all that stuff onto the show notes. But any any final words? Anything else you want to share?
1: I never got an answer. Was he Catholic or was he Jewish? I, I don't... He's Jewish. Yeah, Jewish.
0: <laughs> I thought he was Christian. No, Christian religion was based upon... Uh, His his talkings, but he was actually Jewish. Yeah.
1: Well, (laughs) this has been optimized. (laughs) Thank you, Cody. (laughs) It's just like (laughs) I'm afraid to make a comment further because I'm like something's bad, like wrong to come out of my mouth. (laughs) I was thinking like, oh, he'd make a great Hollywood executive, but that's probably anti-Semitic, so I can't say that. (laughs) Uh,
0: Just loop you in with Kanye. You guys can can vibe together.
1: No, I don't want to be, no. That that man's a lunatic. I'm not in the right way. No.
0: (laughs) Cody, appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're still listening, there's probably a good chance that you got some value out of today's episode. I am on a mission of helping 1 million people optimize their minds, bodies, and spirits with tea, and I need your help. If you can leave a five-star rating and review, this will help spread the word and show more people this show. I thank you for your help and support, and I look forward to seeing you soon.